Hey, what's up? This is uh, USA Today's Brett Molina. Um, I'm here reporting live in LA. I'm actually in my hotel room right now um, in downtown Los Angeles. Uh, it's Tuesday, which means it is the first day of the uh, Electronic Entertainment Expo, which is happening in Los Angeles. Um, if you have no clue what the Electronic Entertainment Expo is, it is this uh, huge video game industry event that takes place every year in LA. Um, it's where a lot of the video game companies come together and they talk about the big video games that are coming out this year and beyond. Um, so lots of lots of cool stuff. Um, we're expected to see a lot of stuff for Xbox, for PlayStation, um, and Nintendo as well. They still have a console out there. Um, and they have some new stuff coming in the spring, although that's not going to be here. But they have a couple games coming for their platform soon. Uh, so we're going to hear a lot about that. Um, but I'm here to just talk about E3, talk about what I've seen so far, and also field questions from you guys. If you have any questions about big games or just wanting to know kind of what to expect or what I'm expecting or what I think is, you know, really getting the most buzz from E3, just let me know. Um, I'm, I'm here, just ask questions on Facebook, and uh, I'll try to answer them as best I can. Let's kind of break down what we've seen so far. Um, you know, the first, uh, I, I think the first thing that we've seen is uh, Electronic Arts, and these are the guys that make Madden, um, which, you know, is, is the NFL uh, simulation that they do every year. Um, they had a lot of interesting stuff come out uh, from this event. Uh, a lot of big games, um, Battlefield 1, which is uh, kind of a military-type game that's based in World War I. Um, they also have Titanfall, which is very futuristic, uh, features these giant robots. You actually hop in and ride around, and, and you fight other, fight other players. Um, so they had some interesting games out there. Uh, I think one of the more interesting things is the stuff that they announced that's not coming out for a long time, which is specifically Star Wars. Um, for those of you that aren't familiar, they uh, reached a deal a while back with Disney to make video games that are based on the Star Wars license. And so they have uh, several games in the works. They launched one last year, Star Wars Battlefront, which did really well. Um, and also uh, they um, have a couple more games uh, happening as well. Um, they have an action-adventure game that is going to be coming out um, in a couple years from now. And you also have... Um, some other work from uh, some of their other studios. So you got a couple games working. They're not going to come out probably till another couple years, um, but those are in the works. Probably the most interesting thing that we've seen so far from them is uh, Star Wars Battlefront. They're going to do an extension for virtual reality. Um, it's called X-Wing VR, which is sounds amazing. It looks amazing. Um, it was shown off at Sony's event last night. It was really cool. Um, and I, I think that depending on how that works out, it could really be a big move for them for VR. Um, and, and really be a potential showcase for, for what VR is and can do. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and again, I'm here from E3 if you're just joining in. And if you have questions or anything, just let me know. Um, I'll be happy to answer them if you want to know what games I'm, I'm expecting to see or kind of what, you know, what, what's coming down the pipe. Um, I'm here. Just ask away. Um, the other event right after EA on Sunday was from Bethesda. Um, they're a kind of a DC area uh, developer, and they have they have a couple pretty interesting games um, coming out. One called Quake Champions, and this is a game that um, you know th this falls into the line of esports and competitive gaming, where um, you know we're seeing publishers try to experiment with this, where they're thinking about um, wanting to make that jump into competitive games, and uh, this is one of their ways in. And so it's, it's a team-based game. You have different heroes that can do different things, and you work together as a team. Um, and that's what we're seeing with a lot of these games, like League of Legends, uh, which is really big, um, and some more recent stuff in games like Overwatch. 
Um, but these are basically games that have two teams. They each take on a different role. Then they work together to try to defeat the other team. Um, and again, esports is becoming a really huge business, and we're seeing a lot of uh, companies like ESPN and Yahoo investing in it. Um, so it makes sense for a lot of the publishers here to unveil some stuff. Um, EA did something, too, with Madden, where they're going to do kind of a Madden Cup, and they have a series of tournaments. They're actually putting down a million dollars toward a prize pool for a lot of these events. So it's getting to be a big thing. And this is something Bethesda is doing, too, with their game Quake Champions, um, kind of looking toward that kind of tournament competitive angle there that they can make a game that can potentially host these tournaments. Um, and it works out for these publishers, too, because you get more people playing your game and into your game. And, and that's, that's, that's a big reason why we're seeing a lot of these companies get involved. Um, they also announced a version of Fallout, which is one of their bigger hits. It's this post-apocalyptic game. It's basically set after a nuclear fallout, and so you have people that are trying to survive. Um, they all live in vaults. But they have a version of that game for VR, which uh, is interesting. I'm curious to see, like, you know... I, I, the, one of the goals of VR is obviously to make you feel like you're really in this kind of digital world. And so I can see that game benefiting from VR, but, you know, it's too early to tell. I, I think it's one of those things we have to try it out first and just find out kind of, you know, what what's coming. Um, so let's move on to the Monday stuff, which just happened yesterday. This is where a lot of the big, uh, big uh, console makers had their announcements, and this is where they're showing off what's coming for next year and beyond. Um, before I get to that, if you're just joining us again, um, I'm reporting from L.A. I apologize. I'm in my hotel room. I have, a, I have a really weird setup going on here. But just talking video games, just talking about E3 this week, what to expect. If you have questions, let me know. Um, just hit us up, hit me up on Facebook. I'll try to answer them as best I can. Um, and just let me know what you think. Um, let's start with Microsoft. Uh, they kicked things off in the morning. Um, not one, but two consoles uh, were revealed during their event. Uh, the first one was called the Xbox S. Um, which is their slimmer console. Um, it's 40% lighter than the original Xbox. I've seen it up close. It is a lot smaller. I was really surprised. Like, it's, it's one thing to hear them spit out these numbers, like, oh, it's 40% lighter. But when you actually look at it, I mean, it's a significantly smaller box compared to the original Xbox. It's, it's, I, it's pretty impressive. And the other thing that's interesting, too, I think a lot of Xbox fans will know this, is... Um, this the console comes with this basically giant brick. It's like a brick. It's called a power brick. A lot of that's what a lot of uh, owners call it. But it's basically that's where the power supply is, and so it's this giant kind of thing that takes up space. It's a little bit annoying. Um, the really interesting thing about the S is that the power supply is built in, which means there's no more power brick. So you're not only getting a much smaller console, but then there's no brick too. It's it's pretty it's it's impressive. I'm, I'm I think it's one of the first things that stuck out to me besides all the just the fact that it's a lot lighter. Um, and it's also white. Um, it's very sleek. It looks really good. It's sharp. Um, they are adding support for 4K, so you're going to see some 4K uh, content there. If there's video that runs in 4K, you can likely run it on that as well. Um, they are also doing an update to the controller, um, more of a textured kind of feel to it in the back when you hold it. Um, they're also doing something really interesting where they're really trying to get people to customize the controllers. Um, they have a setup where it's like a hub where you can design your own controller, and they have like millions of combinations of colors that you can design it exactly how you want it. Um, and that's sort of what they were going for with this theme of their event was this choice. They they said choice a lot during their event, where they want to give players the choice to pick the console they want and pick 
the controller they want and and just all those things so you know it was interesting again yes it starts at 299 and it goes on and up depending on how much storage you want to add to it um, the other big reveal they didn't talk as much about this but they gave definitely a tease at the end of the show was project Scorpio which is their higher-end Xbox one console um, and this is the one that's really interesting because um, it is going to natively run 4k um, which which is a little it basically means that the 4k video you'll see on this is going to be a lot better than it would say on the Xbox one s um, the other interesting thing too is it's going to be powerful enough that it's going to run VR which I think is going to be very very interesting because um, I think one of the you know one of the things coming into the show was we were wondering how Microsoft was going to deal with VR you have your competitor Sony that's got PlayStation VR and they have HoloLens but it's augmented reality and it also at this stage it's, it's hard to tell like how soon consumers are actually going to use this I mean, it's also a standalone device, so it's a, it's a little different. It's a, it's a bit of a different experience. Um, so now that they have a, a console, Project Scorpio, that will launch next year um, that is pop capable to run VR, um, you know, there's a lot of possibilities. You know, they could partner. Um, there have been reports that they might partner with Oculus, um, which makes the Oculus Rift headset. So you could see them partnering with them and creating a virtual and, and making that uh, headset supported through the console. Um, you have some other headset makers as well that they could partner with. Um, but it looks like Oculus is probably, you know, if you had to take a bet on which headset they partner with, I think Oculus might be your best bet. Um, you know, as far as building their own VR headset, you know, I don't know. I think that they're going to just stick with, if they're going to stick with hardware, it'll probably just be the consoles and not necessarily their own VR headset. Um, I think it looks like from everything we see that maybe they just partner with someone like Oculus and support it. Um, but again, it's this is all speculative. We don't know what they're going to do, and it's also a year out, so we don't know what's coming down the pike. Um, the other thing too is price. I I'm fairly certain this is going to cost more. I mean, it's obviously um, more powerful, a lot more features, so you're going to probably be paying a bit more money for this device. But what's interesting is you're going to have a range of devices. So if you really want to make the jump to VR, you can get the higher end console. If you're fine with what's available now, then you can get something um, for a lower price. So it'll be interesting to see how you know these end up on the market and how you know consumers respond to them. But again, the possibility of this more powerful Xbox is, I think, going to entice a lot of players. So we'll we'll see how this all pans out. Um, they also had some interesting games too. A uh, new Gears of War is coming out later this year. Um, they have this really interesting. It looks like a team game called Recore, um, and they they showed some of this at E3. It is very interesting. It's got a really cool style to it. Um, you know, I don't know enough about it. They haven't. They didn't really show too much about what exactly this kind of game is. So I'm, I'm curious to learn more about that later this week. But it does look promising, and, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what else they they offer on that front. Um, but let's go to Sony because Sony's was last night, and you know Sony's interesting. Uh, you know, they they make the PlayStation 4, which is been the front runner in this in terms of console sales since both these devices launched a couple years ago and you know it's just interesting because they um you know they they just seem to have figured out a way the last couple years to have a really strong showing at e3 they somehow figure out a way to surprise people and then come up with some really interesting games coming out uh we'll talk more about that in a sec but the big thing um from e3 on playstation's front is vr they have their PSVR platform. We finally know when it's going to launch, uh, October 13th. Um, it starts at $399. Uh, 
um, but they're also going to have a bundle, which is going to include a camera and then PlayStation Move, um, which I introduced a while back as kind of their motion control answer. Um, if you remember a while back, we had the Nintendo Wii, so the PlayStation Move was sort of their response to that. Uh, but what they've done with it now is they've incorporated it into their VR platform, so now these controllers will work with VR. So, um, and, I, you know, I got, to, I got to see a little bit of this in a couple different ways. Um, there was a, a game called, I think, Farpoint, and it was an action game, and so they had the Move controller set up kind of in a little contraption that looks like a gun, basically, and you, 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 it's like a sci-fi adventure. Um, so you have that. Um, there was another really interesting experience I tried last night called Batman Arkham VR. Uh, this is one of the huge surprises from uh, Sony's event last night, but uh, you basically get to be Batman. And it's not just, like, it's, it, it was really astonishing. I mean, the demo was, I was really blown away by the demo. Um, but you literally, there's, there's a portion of it where you are putting on the bat suit, and it is the... It is, it is really fascinating, and, and what they've done with that is, is really cool, and I'm interested to see how that game progresses because it could be something really fun and really exciting. Um, but we'll see how that goes. Um, again, before I keep going here, if, if there are people that are just joining us, um, I'm in L.A. I'm reporting live. Uh, I'm at E3, which uh, the doors haven't opened yet. I'm actually doing this from my hotel room right now, um, but in a couple hours, the doors will open for E3. We're going to keep this going for a little bit. Um, Nintendo actually ha has their one of their uh, live streams going at 9 a.m. Pacific time, noon Eastern. So I'm going to stay on this for a while before that starts. Um, so, again, if you want to get any questions in on Facebook, if you want to know, like, what's kind of what are the big games coming um, and, and kind of get, you know, find out what I'm interested in or just find out kind of what are, what's, the, what's the stuff that's getting the most buzz, let me know. Hit me up on Facebook. Ask away. Um, and you might see me peer over here to the side periodically. I'm just checking for questions. If anyone's got feedback, uh, again, just let me know. Um, so let's get back to PlayStation. Um, the VR, they say they're going to have about 50 games that are going to be available between when VR launches and the end of the year. So that's a pretty big, um, that's a pretty big selection of games. I mean, it's really impressive. Um, I think the big thing, you know, I think the thing that a lot of people are waiting for is what's the big experience that's going to make me want to buy a VR headset? Um, it's still too early to say whether we've seen that yet. Um, Star Wars VR looks really good. Um, the Batman Arkham VR, like I said, looks great. But we still haven't... It's hard to say like what that really big kind of I-need-to-buy-a-VR-headset-for-this experience is. So hopefully we see that this week. I mean, it's hard to say, but again, they're, they're, time will tell. Um, but you'll see about 50 games from them um, between the time VR, PlayStation VR launches and the end of the year. Um, they also had a lot of other interesting surprises outside of that. Um, one of the ones that got a ton of applause was Spider-Man. They're, they're working with Marvel on a Spider-Man game just for PlayStation 4. Uh, a lot of people that follow video games know that we have seen a ton of Spider-Man video games. And they have, uh, they, you know, they've been, they've been pretty good. I mean, I wouldn't say they're like a stellar, pristine track record. But, you know, there have been some good games there. Um, but this is being done by a studio uh, called Insomniac Games, and they have done um, franchises like Ratchet and Clank. Uh, you may have seen the movie uh, advertised a couple months ago. That is their game. Um, that is what that's based on is their video game. Um, so they've worked on that, um, and they've, they've got a pretty good track record. And um, I'm curious to see what they do with a Spider-Man game. Um, they didn't talk too much about kind of what, you know, what's to expect in terms of... Um, 
you know, the type of game that you're going to see. It looks like it, based on the trailer, it looks like it's fitting what we've seen for most Spider-Man games. Um, it's kind of this third-person action, and you're, you know, you're just swinging away across the city. Um, so I'm interested to see what they do with that. Um, and they've talked about, I talked with one of the developers on the game, and they mentioned how uh, this game's going to look a lot at kind of Peter Parker as an established Spider-Man and how he's just kind of, he's already fighting crime, and so it's kind of looking at him from that perspective. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, what, um, you know, kind of how that, how that develops. Um, so, and, and again, they had some other fun surprises too. Uh, at the beginning of the, of the event, they, they showed off a new God of War, um, which a lot of people joke they call Dad of War, which um, was funny because this is a, it's a, this is a character that has a reputation for being very vicious and brutal, and if you've played any of the other God of War games um, on PlayStation, um, he has that reputation. So it's kind of funny to see him. He's older. He has this very big beard, um, and he's a dad. It's kind of it's weird to see it, but the game itself looks incredible. And um, you know, I, I that again got a ton of, of applause and praise. It was it was it was definitely a big reveal at the beginning of the show. So. And that's something Sony's figured out is that they figured out how to pull off those really big reveals. Um, how soon we'll get to play a lot of these games, I don't know. But in terms of they figured out that secret formula to getting the most buzz out of E3 with their show. And, and that's really what you need to do. That's what the show is. It's a hype show. It's about look at all the awesome stuff we're working on. So in terms of nailing that down, they figured it out. And, you know, that's that to their credit. I mean, they, they, they know what the audience wants and, and they give it to them. So... You know, props to them for that. Um, so that's kind of a quick wrap of everything that's happened so far. Um, as far as what's coming today and kind of the rest of the week, um, you know, the big thing uh, coming later today is Nintendo. Um, we're going to probably hear a lot more about The Legend of Zelda, which anybody who has played a Nintendo game back from the days of the NES knows this very well. Um, this is a classic series for Nintendo, and this, it's, it's coming back this year. They're finally going to reveal something. Um, you know, it's one of those games that we've seen for, for a very long time now. Um, and it's something that, you know, we're finally going to get a, a, a good look at um, uh, some point later today. Their live stream starts at um, 9 a.m. Pacific time, noon. So I'll probably hop off here in a few minutes and, and let you guys get ready for that. But um, I'm definitely interested to see <clears throat> excuse me, what uh, they have prepared on that front. Um, they also, you know, we everybody knows this. A lot of people know this. They're working on a new console as well, which is going to be the follow-up to the Wii U. Um, it's called the NX. Uh, they're not talking about it at all at E3. Um, and it looks like it's going to launch sometime maybe next spring. I don't, you know, they, it's, they, they don't have a lot to say about it right now. And, you know, it, I'm curious to find out more about that in the coming months. But, you know, right now I think the priority for them has been about Legend of Zelda, this is kind of their big game. They're one of their flagship properties, so they're really pushing that hard. And so we're, that's going to kind of be the big focus here. Um, you know, as for the rest of the show, I think the big things that I'm, I'm looking at are VR, obviously. Uh, virtual reality is, you know, a huge thing right now in games. We're seeing a lot of publishers really dive into that and, and experiment with that. So really just looking for those games and experiences that seem to highlight the VR. Um, one game I saw actually the other day was a Star Trek Bridge Crew, which is a VR experience where you're a member of the USS Enterprise and you are running one of the areas on the ship. It's, it's really interesting. Um, it's really social, too. You talk a lot because you have to go back and forth about, um, you know, you have a captain and he actually has to send orders to you about what to do and, and you kind of have a dialogue back and forth. 
Um, so it could be really interesting. Um, but yeah, I'm just looking for more VR. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm looking for what some of the cool games are going to launch later this year and beyond and, and see kind of what's getting the most buzz. Um, and that's the interesting thing about E3 is that there's a lot of, um, <clears throat> you know, fun, there's, there's a lot of fun things to see here. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, so, uh, I think what I'll do is I'll stop right here. Um, because we've got a Nintendo event that's going to start soon. Um, so we'll let folks get ready for that and watch. Um, if you want to read more about E3, read more of our coverage, go to tech.usatoday.com. Um, we have some stories up already about Xbox, PlayStation, looking at some of the, the, the 10 announcements that we've seen so far that are kind of the big ones from the show. Uh, we'll have a lot more from E3, videos, photos, you name it. Um, if you have any questions about E3, just hit me up on Twitter. I'm at BrettMolina23. Uh, and thanks for joining us. And, um, yeah, let, hopefully we'll, do, we'll try this again tomorrow. Mm -hmm.